Welcome to MLB Extras. We are going to talk about the Mariners. I'm Allison Footer. I'm here with Greg Johns, who covers the Mariners every single day, year-round. And Greg, um, interesting, uh, not well, interesting end of the season, but of course not what the Mariners fans were looking for. Uh, a season that started off with so much promise, and then really the second half just really did them in. So um, I, I, I guess I want to start by talking about just like how they might approach some of their free agents, Nelson Cruz being probably the biggest name, and just... Um, you know, what do you think payroll flexibility and just what direction you think they're headed in that respect? Yeah, Allison, I think it's going to be a fascinating offseason because they have they have not only decisions, they have some really hard decisions they have to make in my mind. Uh, you know, it's, it's not kind of like where are we going to fill this one spot? It's more like, you know, are we going to bring back Nelson Cruz, which sounds like a slam dunk, as you mentioned, you know, you, you get a guy that is their primary free agent uh, going into the offseason. Uh, but, but, there's kind of a domino effect on some of the decisions they have to make, which is uh, a lot of this we can get into. But but really, to me, the, the key is, is D. Gordon. What are they going to do with him? You know, when Cano went out, when the suspension, they moved D to second base, and it clearly looked like that was his best position, better than center field, and, and it was such a natural there. And, and uh, But if you move D to second, now you, what do you do with Robinson Cano? Is Cano going to become the DH? And if you know, it becomes a DH, then Nelson Cruz is not net, not needed. Uh, but is that your best bet? And can you, you know, a team that really was looking for offense down the stretch, do you want to give up on a guy in Nelson Cruz that, that hit 37 bombs for you and 97 RBIs and still at the age 38 was was very productive and the heart of that lineup and really a, really a foundation for this franchise over the last four years. Probably one of the best free agents uh, they've ever signed. Uh, you know, the deal they got in for four years and he was huge for them. Uh, and so the, the tough decision with, with kind of how the dominoes are going to going to kind of line up, and we can get into more of that. But but that's kind of where it comes down with with Cruz. Uh, yeah, he he's expressed interest in coming back to Seattle, and management has said, of course, we we love Nelson. Uh, and at the same time, you know, both sides kind of went into the uh, at least the start of the offseason saying, you know, this is a business. We all realize that, and you know, we'll have to see how things play out. So. Uh, there had been no talks as the season ended between the two parties. So, uh, you know, they've got a, got about a month now before the end of the World Series, before everybody officially becomes free agents and things can, can kind of progress to, to see how things hammer out. But uh, it sounded like, uh, you know, the marriage, I think the management is trying to sit down and kind of see how all the puzzle pieces fit together uh, before they decide whether they want to go heavy on cruise or, or, uh, or, or go another direction. So, and then that's, that's a that's a tough pill to swallow if they let him go, but but I can see in a big picture, you know, if you do want to see Cano as your long term DH, you know, maybe you spend that money elsewhere. So uh, that that's those are some tough decisions that are going to need to be made. Yeah, it's hard when you have the sentimental favorites who are also very still very good productive players, but at the same time, um, deep down you might need to know that there's better ways to allot the the big pool of money and just the um, the resources to be able to field a competitive team. And of course, players get older and, um, and often get paid for what they did when they were younger. <laughs> so there's, there's just a lot of things uh, to, to consider there. And I think it's just interesting from the Mariner standpoint um, that they have to look at the, the season as a whole. Uh, not only what went right in the first half, what went wrong in the second half, of course, Felix Hernandez is a big X factor. You can't really make this thing go if he's not going to be uh, the pitcher that they're paying him to be. Um, and so how do they look at uh, just, just the entire the entire season and how um you know how they would like base their decisions moving forward on how to construct a roster going into 2019 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the hard decisions I think they're looking at. And Felix, you mentioned I, I, he's a big part of it. He's another one of those hard questions. I mean, here's a guy that is making $27 million next year. That'll be the last year of his contract. Uh, is Can he remain in that rotation? I mean, a big part, you know, we're talking about that second half. I mean, a big part of that second half is Felix was – 0 and 8 after uh, you know in the last three months with a with a 6.3 some ERA so uh, pretty tough to go with a guy who was your opening day starter and, and ended up not winning a game for you in the second half so uh, you know they moved Felix out of the rotation briefly uh, he's going to move into the bullpen that was kind of a big decision they made and then of course you know five days later Paxton gets hit with a line drive and on the forearm and they ended up having to put Felix back in the rotation so he pitched one game out of the bullpen, but I, you know, I think looking forward, that's one of the things they're going to have to look at next year is Felix, the guy that, that you hold a, a rotation spot for, or do you make that move and, and put him into the bullpen and see what you can get out of him there in a different kind of role for that, that last year. Uh, you know, th- those are, th- those are the big picture things they're looking at. I think, you know, Gene Segura is another question. If, if they move D Gordon in uh, to second in, into the infield can, can, D play shortstop is Gene Segura, maybe a trade chip they can use. Uh, there was some internal strife toward the end of the year. The second half, things got rough. You know, there was a, an altercation in the clubhouse with Segura in the middle of. There was some some indications, uh, you know, things didn't go well with him chemistry-wise with some some issues. So, you know, is he going to be part of the team? Is he is he expendable? He was an all-star in the first half, and and like many of them, didn't didn't produce as well down the stretch. So, not putting it all on Segura, but but he could be a trade chip as a guy who's who's young and, and, and hit 300 for for a second year in a row for Seattle, but led the team in hits and, and uh, obviously a, a good piece, but where does he fit if they put Gordon in it? Could play short, keep Cano at second, then you can keep Cruz as a DH for another year or two. You know, those are things that, that are those big picture questions. I think, you know, I, I, Jerry DePote is a guy who, to me who is outstanding at coming up with a plan. And every year at the end of the year, we've kind of heard from him and what he kind of, had, had in mind what he was going to do, and he really went out and got after it early in the offseason. This year was a little different, you know, at the, his kind of post-season post wrap-up. You know, he, there was more questions. There was more, I don't think the plan is in place yet, and that's not to say they won't come up with it, but I, I think there are those big questions that they really have to figure out as an organization before they move forward, and I assume those are all being hashed out now so they can hit the hit the ground running when uh, when the World Series ends. But, but uh, yeah, the, the, there's some, some interesting questions with this franchise, they built around the core house and those those big money guys, Felix, Cano, Cruz, Seeger for the last four years. That group aged and uh, they're still getting paid a lot of money. But uh, you know, one thing's Jerry said, that's that's the, the core of this team now is as you look at it, is the, the Mitch Hanegers, the uh, Edwin Diaz is the you know, the uh, younger group. You throw Segura in there, uh, you know, that's the guys that they have to build around now. And uh, you know, it's no longer the a case of of, of, you know, Felix is our guy and Cano is our guy and, and Cruz is our guy. The, those guys are still, you know, part of the team, but that's not what they're building around. They kind of have to look younger as they go forward here. And, and again, part of those tough questions, what do they, do they try to move some of that core? Do they, do they just, you know, keep, keep kind of writing out some of those big money contracts until they get to the end of them or, or how do they attack all that? Yeah. So do they have, um, what's going on in the top level of their farm system? Do they have some guys that they're hoping will be, fighting for jobs and maybe even, you know, win, win jobs in spring training and maybe start to, to trend a little bit younger. No, <laughs> to be okay. honest. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. The, the top of their farm system, they've, they've got some good prospects that are a year or two away. Probably. Uh, they really like uh, Evan White, the young first baseman who's having a, 
excellent uh, Arizona Fall League season and had a, a finished real strong first round pick a, a year ago out of Kentucky, an excellent defender. Uh, looks like a good looking first baseman coming up, but he, he was playing high A ball here last year. So it's not like he's going to you know, be a major league guy coming out of spring. I wouldn't think that's a, that would be an amazing jump. So I don't expect that. Uh, Kyle Lewis, their other main position prospect, a uh, guy they love, a very athletic center fielder, you know, certainly part of the future, but uh, coming off major knee surgery, you know, this last year was his first full year back off that and, and was playing double A ball. You know, I would expect him to, to bump up to triple A to start out. Those are guys that could see toward the end of next year, but really not guys that are ready to just come in and, and hey, we're going to build around these guys at the start of the year. So uh, farm system, and one of the big questions, you know, you know, Jerry used a lot of prospects to, to move to kind of to, to add those, you know, the Hanniger, Segura kind of guys and, and, and what they've built around kind of the older, I won't say older, but uh, they're not young prospects, the kind of 27, 28 kind of range guys. And, and they like those guys. and They'll be here for a while, but they're not the 21-year-old prospects coming up uh, major league ready here next year. So that's another thing. Do they, they, do they, you know, a lot of people say, hey, they should tear this thing down, just start bringing in some young guys. Jerry says, hey, we're not going to just tear it down, start over from, from zero, uh, but we may need to make some, some, some decisions, kind of rebuild our direction here maybe a, a step back to go forward and not, not just a complete tear down, however. Well, and I think that the one good encouraging uh, thing that they have going for them is that they just gave Scott Service a contract extension, uh, not just, but um, but this year. And I think that that signals continuity in the organization. I think that's important as things kind of move forward. Um, he just seems to be really, really good for this team and has seemed to uh, sort of be the glue. Um, and how, how will that impact the team maybe going into 2019 and just sort of a big picture? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think continuity is, is, is tremendously important. It's something this franchise hasn't had a lot of. You know, they've, they've switched a lot of managers over the years. I like service. I think he's done an excellent job. Uh, you know, some people, you know, unhappy fans, the way they finished, you know, look at that. But I think you got to step back from this year and, and, uh, you know, be realistic. Uh, they won 89 games. It was the sixth best record in franchise history. Uh, they, they had winning a record against every team in the American League West for the first time since 2003. That includes winning records against the Astros and, and the A's. Uh, they, 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 this is a very, very good team and much better than people expected. And I, 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 don't, I don't think you can step back and, and say, well, the manager did a crummy job when you come up with that kind of team that nobody expected much out of uh, coming into the year and ended up having one of the best years in franchise history. Uh, the disappointment was that this was a tough year to be in the, in the AL West. Uh, you know, the, the Astros obviously being the Astros were very good and the A's put together one of the best seasons imaginable uh, and, and a, an un, unbelievable finish uh, and, and credit to them. Uh, but I don't think that takes away from, from what the Mariners did or it shouldn't. I understand the disappointment of not making the playoffs again, but uh, I think big picture, you got to look at what service has done here. Uh, they've, they've built a pretty good, pretty good group here, and uh, I, I think going forward, to me, we talk about those tough decisions. But I, I think if you you make the right ones, you put the pieces together. They've got some pretty good pieces here already. I think you build with that, and I think you put yourself in position here for another run next year. It's not going to be easy. The American League, it's top teams. You know, we're watching the Red Sox now and the Astros and the Indians. These are these are Yankees. I mean, the, the top four there are really impressive. And uh, the mayors recognize that, and they know they've 
they've got to make some some moves. They're going to have to be bold here and, and, and uh, to compete with those teams. And that's why I think it's going to be very interesting how they approach this offseason and what those moves are that they do make. They have what, what is the payroll going to look like? Is it tourists speculating on that? It's been a pretty healthy payroll. Um, do, you, do you see that kind of continuing? Yeah, there's no question. I, I think the, this ownership group wants to win. Uh, they uh, they had their their payroll was uh, 158 million last year, which is uh, I think it was 11th overall. Uh, and what did pay the A's had a six six million dollar payroll, so I, you know it's, it's not always about money. You got to be smart with it. Uh, the, the the difficulty for the Mariners, to be honest, is is the top of that payroll is is heavy. I mean, you got Felix uh, 27 million, you got Cano with 24 million, and and uh, Cal Seager at 19. I mean, that's three guys making 70 million dollars and uh, you throw in some other guys there, Mike Leak and, and D. Gordon and Segura, uh, Juan Nicasio, between the seven of those guys make $117 million. So it doesn't leave a lot of room to, hey, let's go out and, and go get Bryce Harper and pay him $30 million. I just don't see that kind of thing happening. Uh, Jerry, not a guy that usually dives in huge money-type free agent offers. Uh, he's usually a, he's a trader. He's trader Jerry, and uh, I expect that to probably be the case again this offseason. question being, Allison, can he move? You know, one of those big contracts, is that possible? Or are those guys just tough to move to move that kind of payroll? Does he have to work around that as he has for the three years he's been here, really working with those big big deals? You know, they've got some money with uh, crews coming off the books. Uh, so how does that work? Uh, you know, but I, I think to me, ownership, I don't think money is really the issue. I don't think they're going to go out and, and, and outspend the Yankees and Red Sox. But, uh, you know, I think they're going to be very competitive uh, and spend what they think is – is smart money and and uh, and see where that takes them. So, you know, they're not they're not the the huge money, but they're they're certainly not the down bottom either. They're they're a team that will do what it takes, I think, and they're eager to win. It's been 17 years since they made the playoffs. I think they'll. You know, I don't think money is going to be the issue. I think coming up with the right players is is really the challenge for them. Okay, well, it'll be interesting to see moving forward. Yeah, ending that postseason drought, I'm sure, is uh, first and foremost on their mind. So. Uh, we'll keep our eye on that. Greg, Joss, thank you so much. Thanks, everybody, for listening to MLB Extras, the Seattle Mariners podcast. And we will talk to you next time. <laughs>